Our Monday is going awesome. Yay. Thank you so much for, for joining us. Maybe you're watching live on Facebook. So hello to everybody on Facebook and hello. There's all these different camera angles now. So I'm like, where do I look? Where do I look? Where do I look? Um, so it's pretty exciting. Um, it's been a long cheer weekend. Got home at like 1130 last night and uh, here I am up in Adam with half my voice as usual spending my Monday morning with you and the beautiful Stephanie Castellano in the studio with us this morning. Love being here, thank you. We're so excited, but um, just a couple things. We are gonna have an awesome, awesome show for you today. Um, so blessed that Stephanie is here. Um, if you've never listened to Healthy Soul Radio, um, before welcome thank you for coming um you can find us on facebook at healthy soul radio um we always broadcast live on facebook uh also later in the day after we get the recording um this segment will be up on podcast so you can find all those things at www.healthysoulradio.com so always available to you um today is going to be um Probably an emotional day um, and an exciting day, just really driving home um, a message of hope, which is why we exist. Um, we exist on Healthy Soul Radio to bring people hope. Um, it is the only reason we exist, um, and so so that is exciting. So would love for you guys uh, to, if you know someone looking for hope with their health, if you know somebody battling cancer, um, these are the things that we're going to be talking about today, and they are you know deep things. And so would you share um, the Facebook Live if you're if you're watching right now via Facebook Live, and um, and send a message of hope out to people for others to watch. Um, because guess what? The world is a crazy place and everybody needs a little hope. So, um, Healthy Soul Radio. So, thanks for joining us. Um, so, I'm here with my beautiful friend, Stephanie. And I am so excited that she's here and she came all the way down. She was at the cheer competition with me this weekend, although it was such a crazy weekend. We didn't even see each other. We didn't. Which is kind of the MO for cheer weekends, especially for me because... We do a lot of the, the social, well, we do all the social media for the gym, and so I'm kind of all over the place taking pictures of all the teams and screaming and freaking out, and um, and I just don't have a lot of time to, to see a lot of people, but um, but she was there, and she got home at 11.30 last night, so um, kudos to you, you for waking up this morning and uh, and being here with me. Oh, so, I'd love to. I know. Love to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, Stephanie and I, I'm actually going to kind of let Stephanie tell the story of how we met, which we didn't even really meet and really were able to converse until just a couple weeks ago. Right, right. On this, like, I don't know, almost year-long journey. Uh, I mean, nine months. Yeah, it's been yeah. nine months. Yeah. So I'm going to let you... Uh, talk about how how we met and what you know what led up to that and, and who you were watching and, and how this all went down so you go girl I think to start probably I have to even go six months before I met you yeah you know I was a working mom or I still am a working mom and yeah. office manager in an elementary school yeah. and I have a thousand kids I take care of there and I have um, three children and a husband of my own and at the time, I was also the caregiver for my 93-year-old mother. And um, she um, was 
Hold on. Okay. Sean's trying to tell us something, but I'm not exactly sure. I was trying to do it incognito. <laughs> <laughs> Stephanie, can you just move your microphone like right in front of you? Oh, oh yes. perfect. There okay. You awesome. That's all I want. Got it. Okay, perfect. Got it. Thank perfect. you. <laughs> that was so slick, huh? Yeah, I'm like, wait, what? What's he trying to Does he want me to I move love the camera? It. Live okay. radio. Working mom. Working mother mom, three, mother, caregiver. taking care of my mom. Yeah. And um, I. You know, at that point, I was taking care of everybody but myself. Yeah. And um, I had been diagnosed with an autoimmune disease, so I was dealing with, you know, that disease. That. Mm -hmm. And um, once my mother had passed away, um, I took a look at myself, and I didn't even recognize myself. Yeah. Heaviest I've ever been. I had high blood pressure, pre-diabetic. Um, gastroesophageal reflux disease, um, chronic headaches, yeah. couldn't sleep. Yeah. I was like, what happened? Who is this person? Chicken wings and pizza. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> right. I cared about everybody but myself, and it's okay yeah. to care about everyone in your yeah, life. it is. But it was at a point where I needed to do something for myself. Yeah. And fast forward about six months later, and I'm with these two incredible, beautiful cheer moms who I treasure as my yeah. friends now, who reached out to you yeah. several months before that. Yeah. And we're sitting in the Orlando airport on yeah. our way home from, from a cheer competition. Yep. From Summit. And I said, okay, Wendy, Kimberly, tell me. Tell me about Tracy. Yeah. Tell me what you did, how you did it. Yeah. Why do you feel so good? Yeah. Because I want to do it too. Yeah. And I think literally maybe the day we landed or the uh -huh. day after I reached out to you. Yeah. And I said, you know, I need to get my life back. Yeah. I need I need to get my health back. I need to yeah. find me again. Yeah. Yeah, and that's so mm -hmm. common. Mm -hmm. As moms, we play this role um, of... Uh, taking care of everybody right our kids our husband our parents everybody else other people's kids mm -hmm. <laughs> you know um the kids at your school and um and we forget about us and and what happens is if we aren't whole then we can't give enough what we need to give back to others and we don't even realize that Right, and uh, you know, my story is common. Oh yeah. I think there's so many women out there that were just like me. Oh yeah. I wasn't unique in any way. It's just getting to that, that instance where you, you, you know, something hits you in the face and you're like, yeah. okay, okay, yeah. it's time. Yeah, definitely. Hey, Sean, can we, um, oh, we do have her. Is that her before and after picture we're putting up? Yeah. What a transformation, right? <laughs> It's awesome. Thank you. Sean, I always see Sean's eyes get really big. Like, yeah, these I'm people. Like, get out of here. Yeah, it's crazy. That's why I'm like, I have to put it up before even Tracy says anything. Yeah, it's crazy. Thank it's you. crazy. So um, I remember that call, and I remember Kim and Wendy doing so well on the plan and mm -hmm. texting me, hey, you know, I've got this gal. She's going to reach out to you, da 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 And I remember when we spoke, um, I was in the car, um, on the way somewhere and uh as usual because i'm always in my car because mm -hmm. you know i you're that busy cheer. lady yeah <laughs> exactly <laughs> um and so you know i talk to a lot of people and somehow i usually keep all the all the stories straight but i remember 
us talking about your autoimmune disease because mm-hmm. I have so many people that contact me that have autoimmune disease and they're like, I can't lose weight. It's just, it, my body won't let me. Mm-hmm. And I always say, not with this. Mm-hmm. My girlfriend, Megan, went on plan and she's like, this is going to be hard. You know, I, I've got this, I've got that. And um, my gosh, she's an, another amazing success story. And so um, whenever you think your body won't let you lose weight, anybody listening, um, your body will let you lose weight. Your, your body actually wants you to lose weight. And so, um, and it's begging you to lose weight. So, mm-hmm. so yeah. So tell me a little bit about your weight loss journey. Um, you know, we, you don't have to talk in specific numbers, but you know, kind of where did you start? Where did you, you wind up? Where, you know, how much did you lose and what did that journey look like? You know, I, I was fortunate in the fact that I was so motivated. Uh-huh. I, I was um, ready. Yeah. I, 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 and I had never been that ready before to yeah. get healthy. I, I just, something clicked. Yeah. I started the plan yeah. and it just, it was just a snowball effect. It just, within days, yeah. within days, I had more energy. Yeah. And every week yeah. something new happened. Yeah. And I don't mean just looking in the mirror and losing the weight. Yeah. You know, my headaches stopped. Yeah. I, I mean, after years, yeah. I started sleeping again. Yeah. Um, of course, I, I've, of course, the weight loss was phenomenal, but yeah. feeling good? Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. A hundred times more important to me. Yeah. You yeah. know? I always tell people, you know, the weight is not just the number on the scale. There's tons of what we call non-scale victories. Exactly. Um, and I remember you shrinking down and down and down. I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. my gosh, I bought this size pants. And mm-hmm. I'm talking about sleeping better and and, um, and headaches and, and, and so many different things. And did it affect your autoimmune disease? It affected it in a positive way yeah. because part of my autoimmune disease is inflammation yeah. and, and joint pain. Yeah. And, um, I mean, you always have autoimmune disease. You don't yeah, get rid right, of it, but you right. can help the symptoms. Yeah. And it definitely helps the symptoms. Yeah. Because I am not one that wants to take medication, nor do I. Yeah. And, you know, hopefully, I don't know how long that will last as I get older. Yeah. But I wanted to do everything possible I could not to take medication. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it, it works. It started working for me. Yeah. And that was a huge motivation for me. And did your life look different socially with your kids at work? Like, what changes did you see there? I mean, obviously you had more energy, but what are the things that you started doing that you weren't doing before? I mean, just in life, I mean. I was smiling more. Yeah. I mean, just as, as simple as smiling more and being happier and showing confidence and yes. and filling my life full of positive things versus always the negative yeah you know yeah absolutely and and, um the more the journey went on the bigger that got yeah yeah and I and I think I remember you going someplace where a lot of family members maybe hadn't seen you was it Christmas what no you know, recently. Was it a party or something? Well, the, the most recent was I, I was at a wedding last month. Okay. And was that the cute little yes. champagne-colored yes. frock? Yes. Holy smokes. Wasn't smoke. that gorgeous? And what size was that? <laughs> size four. And what size did you start at? A tight 16. 
tight, tight, tight. Yeah. Like J-Lo tight. Oh, yeah. Oh, girlfriend. Oh, yeah. <laughs> wow. But I was at this wedding, and it was with family members that I hadn't seen yeah. since before. Yeah. And, um, you know, I, one of my cousins came up to me, and she said, you know, obviously the look of you is phenomenal. Yeah. We just can't believe the difference. Yeah. You're gorgeous. But they said there's something different about you. You walk in a room and you like have this glow about you. Yeah. And I get a little choked up, but I said, because I live every day to the fullest. Yeah. Yeah. So happy. Yeah. You know, it's just so blessed. Yeah, absolutely. Gone on this journey. Yeah. I, um, I was talking to one of, um, one of my buddies yesterday, um, at the cheer comp, Aaron Cooksey, shout out to the Cooksies. (laughs) Um, and he lost a ton of weight and He's like, Tracy, he goes, I have family members that walk past me at family events and don't know it's me. Like, it, mm-hmm. people walk past me and they don't know it's me. I'm like, it's because you don't even look like the same person. You don't. And I, I have a 1,000 students at my school. Yeah. So I have, you know, 2,000-plus parents who see me every day. And yeah. when I closed down the school in June yeah. and came back yes. late August... People walked in and did not know it was me. Yeah, yeah. It, you know, it was because like, how long was your how long was your tell us a little bit about how much you lost and about how long it took you to to lose that. I lost fifty pounds in four and a half months, and then I've lost another ten pounds, and I've been four months on maintenance now. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. It's just and amazing. Tell me some of the cute things that the kids say to you. I'm sure they say like the darndest things. I mean, well, you know, I had a former student walk in the other day, and he's actually the son of one of my uh, teachers. Yeah. And he walked through the door, and he's in seventh grade now, and he goes, Well, hello, beautiful. <laughs> and I, I just, I just said, Well, well, thank you. You know, or, or they'll, you know, they'll say, Miss Stephanie, what happened to you? And I'll say, what do you mean? They said, well, you're not all there. You know, or <laughs> yeah, is gone. I know, I know. It's yeah. just wonderful. And I'm sure the parents just jaw drop. Oh, every time, every time. Some think I had a facelift, which I did not. <laughs> <laughs> Probably need one eventually. No. But, you know, some thought it was just my haircut because I had my hair down to my hips before. Um, you know, just in awe. Yeah. Just in awe. Yeah. And, and let's talk about the, the physical side of things because um, you don't need a facelift. Thank you. <laughs> Your face is not sagging. Okay. It looks beautiful. <laughs> Thank you. Um, you know, and the great thing about this plan is that you don't have to incorporate exercise. Disclaimer, it is not that exercise isn't good. We think exercise is awesome. Mm-hmm. We promote exercise, whatever camera angle we've got going on here. Um, it, it is a great, great thing, but you did the plan and you did not do any exercise. Correct. And your body recovered beautifully mm-hmm. from losing those 60 pounds. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not like you're needing a tummy tuck or a leg lift or anything because this is, you know, different than your normal everyday diet. It's not a diet. It's a science. It's a lifestyle. Right. It's, it's totally different. But, right. Um, you know, were you just floored? It, you know, because it worried me. In the of beginning, course, I, it worries I, I mean, everybody. I'm over 50, 
and the older you get, the more you worry about losing weight and looking older. Yeah. You know, versus looking younger. Yeah. And it absolutely worried me. And absolutely I'm floored that, yeah. you know, I don't need all that cosmetic procedure. Yeah, it's to, wild. Yeah, yeah. And now you can go to the gym and to- mm-hmm. tone and tighten mm-hmm. up and do all those things without the weight on you. And that is such a blessing because exercise is absolutely a huge habit of health. Mm-hmm. Health. Go out, walk a dog, you know, play some tennis, you know, go to the gym, um, you know, whatever that looks like. Go rock climbing, whatever it looks like for you. You know, we promote that and, and we see people really ease into that lifestyle um, once they've lost mm-hmm. the weight because it's hard when you feel almost dead inside mm-hmm. when you when you first start this journey and you're like, I can barely make it through the day. How am I going to get to the gym and figure out time to do this, energy to do this, when I can barely get out of bed in the morning? There's almost an element of like, depression that comes along and I'm not saying everybody feels like no, that but it's definitely. like sure the weight not even the physical weight but the mental, mental weight that's on mm-hmm. your shoulders mm-hmm. is like a dark cloud mm-hmm. it really is and I know because I was there right and I mean it was like how am I going to get out of this rut I'm not so I'm gonna go eat a row of Oreos so I'm gonna go eat icing straight from the can and those were the things that I was doing Mm-hmm. Because I was an emotional eater. Right. And when life gets icky, yes. when you are taking care of your mom and 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 three kids and husband and school and 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 you feed that. You feed that. Mm-hmm. Physically mm-hmm. feed that with whatever's mm-hmm. in front of you. And we yeah. think that food makes us feel better when mm-hmm. we emotionally eat, when really it's quite the opposite. Mm-hmm. And I always tell people you have got to hate or dislike or insert whatever word you want here feeling chubby, feeling unhealthy, more than you love a glass of wine. Correct. More than you love half a piece of pizza. Because really, that's all that, you know, it's not like you have to eat five or ten pieces of pizza to gain weight. I mean, it's just the kind of food that you're putting in your body that's not to say you can never have a piece of pizza again right. I always tell people it's okay you can have ice cream again you know <laughs> exactly you you can exactly. And, and you know what you won't even want normal ice cream you're going to want to go to like halo top which is like a low carb low sugar really good ice cream um because it actually makes you sick I mean mm-hmm. when you're on plan and you're healthy and then you have a day of eating like a quote unquote what normal people eat whatever you know that means people are always like oh my gosh I I had a day of just eating what I used to eat and I'm like gosh why would you do that to yourself mm-hmm. and, and you feel miserable yeah you feel and, miserable and now you know everything in moderation like you're in you know you went transition into maintenance mm-hmm. and you, I'm sure you can take a bite of creme brulee Oh, definitely. Or, you know, d- do those kinds of things, but you're in control now because we teach you. You learn. You learn what it's like to live a healthy lifestyle. Exactly. And that is so different than anything else that we, we ever, you know, have done. Um, so I want to, you talked about people looking at you and saying you look different. 
Well, you probably look different and you live life to the fullest because number one, you got healthy. Mm-hmm. But number two, you got healthy. And, and we're, we're going to have to take a break in 10 minutes, so we're going to have to cut this in half. But um, let's talk a little bit about what happened once you got healthy. Okay. Um, this is the, the tear part, so yeah. I hope you have your <laughs> tissues because... Um, this is, you know, and remember, Stephanie and I didn't know each other. We went through this over the phone. And, uh, you know. And our, Tracy and I tend to cry together over this yeah, whole thing. I'm already Every time, it. I know. So um, so you got healthy. You got lost healthy. 50 pounds, you know, at the beginning. Mm-hmm. And um, what happened? Did you, Was it just a routine doctor's visit or no, was it no, you had I, some signs? Before I was... Um, on plan, I had been having stomach issues. I had had, you know, reflux disease for a long time. And, you know, I was having these, what I call attacks. It almost felt like felt like I had gallstones, but I didn't have a gallbladder anymore. It was gone 25 yeah. years ago. So I had gone to the doctor a couple of times and these kept coming back. And um, I actually, had a CT scan done about oh maybe three weeks before I started the plan yeah and I went into the doctor for the results and I was down about 10 pounds 15 pounds I I may have been down a little bit more felt great wasn't having stomach problems walked into that doctor's office thinking fine he's you know they tell me oh my gosh I'm so proud of you you've lost all this weight you're feeling better fabulous. So we sit down and um, I had worked in radiology for years. I knew how to read a radiology report, which is what your CT scan results are. Right. And he knew it. And he said, "I, I want you to read this with me. And I'm reading it. And the terminology said that I had a malignancy in my body on my kidney, which is cancer. Yeah. And I looked at him, I said, no, no, this isn't me. What are you, this is telling me I have cancer. Yeah. He says, I, I, I highly believe that you do. That's what this test is telling us. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> I had no symptoms of the cancer at all. It was in my, it was in my kidney. And 50% of kidney cancer is diagnosed accidentally. Usually when you find a kidney cancer, pancreatic cancer, liver cancer, when you have symptoms, it's pretty late in the stage. Right. So, needless to say, um, it was a numbing point. Yeah. Just a turning point in my life. Yeah. And... um, uh, (laughs) It's okay. Take your time. It changed my life. Yeah. Yeah. So um, the next four days were pretty much curled up, thinking I'd never see my children again. Yeah. But I'm here. You are. (laughs) And one of those reasons is because I chose to become the healthiest I could be uh-huh. to survive. 
I remember when you called me to tell me <laughs> and um, totally came out of left field. Yeah. And you said, you know, I've got so much time till surgery or, or something mm-hmm. like that. And you said, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get as close as I can to my goal weight. And that's exactly within two pounds, right? I was a half a pound from my okay. goal weight the morning of surgery. Yep. And, and, <laughs> and that, to me, is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. You didn't. You got diagnosed with cancer. You did not give up. Mm-mm. You said, I'm going to go into that surgery as healthy as I can be. And what did the doctor say to you? He was absolutely amazed about two weeks before my surgery. I, I had to have half of my kidney removed yeah. is what my surgery was. Huge surgery. Yeah. Frightening surgery. Yeah. Um, long surgery. Yeah. I just wanted to make it through surgery. Yeah. And um, I went into him a couple of weeks before my surgery. It was my pre-op appointment, and he took one look at my weight and looked up at me and said, are you trying to lose weight? Yeah. yeah I mean, he didn't know if the tumor yeah. was making me. I said, right. absolutely. I've been working extremely hard. I'm, I want to go into this surgery the healthiest I can be. I want to come out of the surgery and he looked at me he said you just made my job so much easier yeah and that was it yeah that was it yeah and before it, it, it was pretty amazing I was sitting in the waiting room with my daughter and at, at one point during this whole process I had to have more imaging studies done to confirm for sure it was cancer yeah and that particular day, I was sitting in the lobby, and um, I was just on my social media, yep. strumming of through course. things, of course, you know, keeping my, you know, biding my time. And this quote pops up on my newsfeed that said, "Faith is bigger than your fear." Yeah. And it hit me like a ton of bricks. Absolutely, yeah. it is bigger than my fear. Yeah. And that's what's going to get me through this. Yeah. Was my faith. Yeah. And I always just marvel at people that don't have faith. It's a decision. It's a choice. Absolutely. Because I don't know how you get through life without Jesus. I agree. Absolutely. And it, it, it got my children through it, my husband through it, my friends, yeah. everybody. Yeah. You know, Let- Let's talk a little bit about, um, we've got a couple minutes okay. before we go to break. So I'm sure you went home and, and told your husband. Mm-hmm. Did, you, did you call him on the phone or did you wait I to I called him, him on the phone in the parking lot. Yeah. Hysterical, yeah. obviously. He was speechless. I'm sure. He, he didn't know what to say. Sure. Because it, it, it doesn't happen to you. It yeah. doesn't happen to your family, which right. is naive because it does. Yeah. It happens to everybody around us. We see yeah. it every day. Yeah. Telling my children. Yeah. Whole nother story. And you just got them all together? Um, I got my two older ones I did. They're adults and they happen to be home. And I said, I don't know if I want to tell your little sister yet. She's 16 now. And we did because we're just such a tight family. Yeah, you have to. And I said, but you know what, guys? I said, mom has faith. Yeah. 
and and my faith will get me through this and your support will get us through this yeah and when mom has faith everybody, everybody has, has faith. faith exactly yeah because exactly. you hold the family together mm -hmm. so whatever your attitude mm -hmm. remains is so goes the rest of the people around you um, there is a, a gal on um, a, a, the, a mom of a little girl uh, her name is Lori and um, on Bella's cheer team and so we have changed the course of this season and we've named it Lori's army so Bella's cheer team is named Rogue and um, I don't know if I'm getting all the details right, but um, she has um, like metas metastical Yeah, metastatic. Metastatic mm -hmm. cancer. Mm -hmm. And um, my gosh, she's got the best attitude. I mean, she is like ready for war. You have to. And, and, and she is like so positive, you know, and I'm sure she has moments of not being positive. Of course. You know, I don't see what goes on behind closed doors, but that attitude is contagious and so shout out to Lori's army if you're watching this Definitely. and all the ladies of rogue and all the parents that are supporting mm -hmm. Lori because if mom has faith everybody has faith exactly exactly and thank God you have faith oh thank God thank God yeah yeah so we're gonna end it on that for a little break take a little potty break take a breather and we will be back with you in just a couple of minutes all right all right You've been listening to Hope Radio 247.com. Hey, this is Ramon with Epic Thoughts on Hope Radio 24-7. Did you miss your favorite show this week? Not a problem. Did you know you could download the app, go to your Google Play Store or your Windows Store, and download Hope Radio 24-7? On that app, you have all your favorite shows. So whether it's the Eddie Foy Show, the Hours of Hope Radio, God I Love Sports, or your favorite show, Epic Thoughts. And you can listen to every show all the time on the go on the Hope Radio 24-7 app. There's also bulletins to let you know what's going on over here at the radio station and at Hope Recovery Center. Opportunities for you to give and even prayer requests. If you need somebody to pray for you, we are there for you. So we just want to thank you for your opportunity for letting us bless you with our radio station. Download the app, Hope Radio 24-7. Thanks for listening, and you have a blessed day. What up, everyone? This is Ramon with Epic Thoughts and Hope Lounge on Hope Radio 24-7. And attention all you artists, musicians, and producers. We have a brand new opportunity for you here at Hope Recovery Center. We have our very own studio. That's right. We have a studio where people could come in and record their greatest music and, the, and explore their, their ministry in the arts. And for the month of February, for this month only, we are having a special for anybody who wants to come use the studio. We're having a one-time special for the month of February, two hours for $125. That's right. You get a full recording for two-hour minimum of $125. For more information, email me at hopestudio at hoperecoverycenterinc.org. Hey, guys. I want to thank and introduce you to my friends down at Animal Medical Center of Corona. Dr. Bart and his crew down there have believed in Hope Radio 247.com since the very beginning. 
and they have been one of our very first sponsors at our very brand new radio station. So, if you guys are looking for a little modern medicine with old-fashioned care, go see Dr. Bart at 91 East Grand Boulevard, right here in Corona. Tell them Sean sent you. Their telephone number is 951-493-6771. Again, their address is 91 East Grand Boulevard, Corona, California. Telephone number 951-493-6771. Like I said, tell them Sean sent you. Godspeed, my friends. I always love hearing this song. I'm all, yes. Welcome back, Connor. Carter, Connor, whatever it is. Makes me feel like shag carpet and dark woods (laughs) everywhere around me. All right. I just want to let you guys know you're on the air. Yes. Yes. Right now. Talking about our shag carpet and (laughs) dark wood. Yes. It's when I went Um, to high school. (laughs) uh, Yeah. So so we had an awesome first um, 30 minutes. Yes. Um, Stephanie and I were just saying, like, how fun, you know, is this? Because, um, and she almost lost it, but that's okay. I did. I held it. it. I held it. Friend. Together better than I thought I would. You have a license to lose it. (laughs) And there is a call-in number here if you guys want to call, if you want to call in, have any questions, um, you know, have a message for Stephanie, encouragement, whatever, whatever. Um, I know we don't get a lot of phone calls, but, you know, we would love to get some phone calls. So... As my voice starts to go out on me again. Mm-hmm. Um, so we talked about your diagnosis, telling your kids, talking to your husband. Mm-hmm. When mom has faith, everybody has faith. Right. Um, from that point that you found out the day you called your husband in the parking lot to when you had surgery, what was that timeline like? You know, it actually was pretty long. It was about two months okay. until I had surgery. Yeah. Um, which ended up benefiting me more because of the weight loss. Yeah, totally, because yeah. you were at about 15 to 20 when you went in, and mm-hmm. then you had the two months, and you lost the additional 30, mm-hmm. and then you had surgery, mm-hmm. and ultimately basically went transition to maintenance mm-hmm. and then lost another 10. So, yeah, totally benefited you. And, the, you know, I had to have You were on a mission. All this cardiac workup done, my blood pressure was normal. My cholesterol was normal. Um, you know, my heart was normal. Um, it, I do have a couple of valves that leak, and that's why I had yeah. to have the cardiac workup and everything. Yeah. But my cardiologist was in awe yeah. of what I was doing and what I was going through. Yeah. You know, and um, it again, just reaffirmed everything that I had done for myself. I. I knew that going into surgery, I was as prepared and as healthy as I could be. There was yeah. nothing else could, I could do. I left it in God's hands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You absolutely did. Mm-hmm. For all the for all the women listening to this, we've got a strong woman in the house. <laughs> Very strong, bound, <laughs> and determined. Um, pretty exciting stuff. Mm-hmm. So, um, so you, there was two months. You had mm-hmm. surgery, mm-hmm. and it was a long surgery. How, how long was your surgery? It was a five-hour surgery. Wow. 
And it went on time or over? It, it went on time. It went on time. They went in. They thought they'd only have to take half a kidney, and they did. And yeah, I, my good. right kidney is fully functioning. Good. So I'm very, very blessed. Yeah. Um, the tumor, as far as they could tell, was contained in the kidney at the time. Of course, they always have to send it off and, yeah. you know, stage it and everything like that. But, um, and um, I was in the hospital four or five days. Yeah. Um, the actual um, experience in the hospital was extremely interesting. Um, yeah, I do remember that portion. <laughs> well, didn't didn't something didn't you not do well like the day or two after surgery? Yeah, about, and like, you did you code? I did. I, about twelve hours after yeah. surgery, I stopped breathing. Just and too much pain meds, or I had an oh, overdose gosh. of morphine. And it's unusual, well, it's not completely unusual, but some people's bodies j just do not respond yeah. well to morphine or don't absorb it. Yeah. And um, what happened is a nurse fortunately was in my room and had given me another dose of morphine because it, it's a very painful surgery. Yeah. And um, I stopped breathing. Oh my and gosh. right the, there when she was giving you the morphine mm -hmm. and the I the code team came in and oh my gosh. I guess I was completely unresponsive but I heard everything that was going on in that room Did you I really? heard them starting chest compressions I felt them bag me um, I felt them calling out you know my uh, pulse rate and my you know I felt them put the paddles on me I felt everything and what brought me out of it was a reversal drug that they used to reverse, I guess, morphine overdoses. And I was laying there, and all I could think of were my kids. And I kept While you're listening my, to yes, all this. Yes, And I see, I thought I was awake during the whole thing, and, and you know, come to find but out. But you were dead? I w well, I wasn't unresponsive, dead. I, just I unresponsive. I was unresponsive. I had a heartbeat still. It was very low. I mean, it was barely there. I wasn't breathing, though. And um, all I could, I, I remember just saying, breathe, breathe. You have children, breathe. <sighs> and I did. I, I took a breath and I, I reached up and I grabbed that mask off my face. And there were, I don't know, 12, 15 people standing around me. And I couldn't believe what just happened. I was so fearful of not making it through that surgery. And then and here it, it was it, yeah. after the surgery. So that to me was more frightening than anything. That moment changed my life. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. What hospital were you at? At Hogue Memorial. Okay, shout out to anybody oh, that's working at Hogue. Hogue. And I worked there for 15 years, so I, they're, they're part of my family, too. So did you know some of those people that were in the room? I didn't know any of the people in the room. I knew a lot of people in the hospital, but I didn't know any of the people in the room. But I completely trusted them, and that's why I was there. And was your husband there? No, this was like 3 in the morning. Oh, my god! They couldn't get a hold of my husband. They couldn't get a hold of my well, daughter. he was probably sleeping like a baby. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Where he, they should have been, you know. Yeah. And of course, they were absolutely shocked yeah, the next morning the to morning find yet. out what happened because I had been moved into ICU. Yeah, and, yeah, and monitored, and because they weren't quite sure if it was my heart or. But I knew my heart was fine. I just had a complete workup, and then they figured out it was the morphine. Wow. Mm -hmm. Unbelievable. Yeah. yeah. Unbelievable. Wow. Yeah. <laughs>
<laughs> um, so you have surgery. You're in the hospital for a couple of days. You you go home. Mm-hmm. You you go back to healthy eating. Mm-hmm. You didn't say, oh, I'm going to be recovering. I'm going to eat, you know, whatever I want for weeks on end. You, you go back to making great choices. Yes. Because, for goodness sakes, why not? Why not? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, I, I, I survived. And you were off work. Yes. And so... You know, how long did that recovery take? Like, kind of take us through that timeline and, and what that looked like. You know, I was only, I mean, off work four weeks. Okay. I probably should have been off longer, but I'm a... Well, yeah, you're a yeah, pistol. Clearly, my, we're My doctor was absolutely amazed at how quickly I bounced back. But I don't know any different. Right. I, that's just who I am. Yeah. That's how I'd be, too. Yeah. I got things to do. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Get me out of this. Place. Um, I I had to use a walker the first couple of weeks just Gosh. from weakness and and actually after the whole coding I had to have physical therapy for a couple of days to start to walk too, just because I I every time I stood up my body didn't want me yeah. to stand right. up right you know well you know. and just after surgery in general right. I mean that that's not tough right. enough you know right. So, you know, I, my favorite thing to do when I was home is I'd get my walker and my coffee and I'd walk myself out to my front yard um, and watch the birds and the sunrise and I'd watch you on Monday mornings. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> and um, that's, um, that's an, it was another turning point in my life was watching one of your um, Monday morning radio shows. You know, oh, the tears are coming. Yeah. <laughs> I always wonder, am I making a difference? You do. You, you do. know? Oh, like, I, I could not have done what I did without your support. Bottom line. So awesome. Yeah. It takes a village. Well, and you're part of my village. <laughs> some days are easier and some mm-hmm. days are not. Mm-hmm. But all, all I want to do is make a difference. And you That's do. It. You do. So... I'm so excited you spent your Monday mornings with me. So let's <laughs> let's talk a little bit about that. And I really hope um, Chelsea's listening. I'm going to um, text her really quickly. Okay. Um, <laughs> she probably is. Um, but tell me, so your mornings on the porch mm-hmm. um, were awesome, watching the birds and recovering well, and just being peaceful. Again, you know going through everything I went through, I appreciate life so much more. Yeah. I mean, every day is a good day. Yeah. And I was watching um, Chelsea and Johnny on your morning show and them talking about how they became health coaches. Are they the cutest? Oh, they're adorable. Oh my gosh, it's almost illegal. You know, and and their life struggles too. Oh wow, yes. Just what they have been through and and helping others, and I thought, this is just phenomenal. This yeah. is such a neat thing that these health coaches are doing for other people because look what Tracy did for me. Yeah. Oh my gosh, she changed my life. Yeah. And um, so I just you know, kind of had that in the back of my head for a little bit about something that I may want to do someday. Yeah. I didn't mean right away, but yeah. someday. Yeah. And fast forward a, f- a couple weeks, and I go back to work. And but you were sitting on your porch in your rocker, or with yeah, your walker, yeah. rocker, yeah, no, with I'm your <laughs> walker, listening to this, mm-hmm. going, "I'm recovering from cancer. My health is under control. 
And I think maybe someday I want to be a health coach. Absolutely. And serve others. Absolutely. Unreal. Absolutely. I, I don't know how I can't after going through everything. So a couple weeks go by. I'm at work and one of my teachers walked in and so excited to see me back and hugged me and she says, I need to do what you did. I Give me your coach's name. I yeah. need to call, or, or no, no. Actually, she said, I, I need to do what you did. You need to help me. I said, absolutely. Let me give you my coach's name. Yeah, which is always how it goes. Yeah. You know, and she goes, no, I need you to coach me. Yeah. And she, I said, I, I'm not a coach. She said, but you should be. Yeah. She said, you need to be. Yeah. Look at you. I've heard you talking for the last few months to everybody. Yeah. about how great you feel, how it's changed your life. She said, I want you to coach me. I said, okay, then I'm going to coach you. Yeah. And I came home and I called you yeah. and said, I, I've been given a sign on a couple yeah. different occasions. I need to be a coach. Yeah. And I need to pay it forward. I need to pay back for all the good that's been given me. Yeah. Which is so awesome. Yeah. And I always say, I am only one person. I cannot coach all these people. Mm -hmm. I need coaches because there are so many people that, that come out of the woodwork that need help. Right. Because if you had the cure for something in your pocket, wouldn't you want to share it to everybody? Exactly. And we do. Exactly. We do. <laughs> and, and the results are just over and over and over again. I always tell people... If you're looking for a sign, this is it, <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. because. And you've seen me. I've, I've texted you many times. My heart is so full. Yeah. Because oh. of I just talked to such and such and they're feeling more energy today and they yeah. lost weight and they had a non-scale victory yeah. or I, I touched somebody's life. The joy. I said, I get this. I get the feeling you're feeling, Tracy. Yeah. This is phenomenal. It's immeasurable. Mm -hmm. It is immeasurable. And it's what we were created to do, mm -hmm. serve others. In the Bible, it tells us we're better together. Right. Period. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And we're made to love. We love because he first loved us. Mm -hmm. Done. Mm -hmm. You know? And if we don't turn around and give that love back... I know it's not for everybody. I'm not saying everybody needs to be a health coach. In fact, you know, I, I'm not saying that at all. But if you have a heart to serve others and you have changed your life mm -hmm. and you have this joy, why not? Exactly. And, and the examples we're setting for our children. Oh, And the people around us. Yeah. Not mm -hmm. only to, to, in our health, mm -hmm. you know, we, it's healthy mind, body, and, and, you know, we say finances if you become a coach, but it starts with, I truly believe it starts, we say healthy mind, body, finances, but I think it starts healthy body mm -hmm. because our mind is not always healthy when we no, start. No, But there is one healthy decision that has to be made, which is to start the plan, and that's mm -hmm. a healthy mind decision, mm -hmm. but it starts with the healthy body, and then I truly believe the healthy mind follows that because we are in such an ugly place many times when we start something like this. Listen, some people have 10 pounds to lose, and some people have 110 pounds to lose, and some people have more than that. Mm-hmm. So it looks different for everybody. Exactly. But helping others is absolutely positively the best thing you could ever do. Mm -hmm. So talk to me about 
what you're experiencing, what you love the most about health coaching. Tell me about a couple of your clients and what they're experiencing. Oh my goodness. I, you know, the diversity of people, yeah. it's, it's amazing. It's wild. They all yes. have, you know, a different need, a different want. Yeah. Um, I, just, just the joy on their faces. Yeah. Um, a lot of them that I coach, I work with, so I see them on a daily basis. Yeah. And they'll come walking in the morning, bebopping, smiling. They like, have what? that same glow about them that I have now. Yeah. Yeah. And they thank me every single day. You know, and, and they're the ones, they, they just thank themselves for making that courageous decision. Yeah. You know, I'm just there. They're, I'm there, that their guide, their support, their yep. love. That's exactly you know? what we are, a guide. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. coach is a strong word. Right. Everybody looks at coaches as, as, as something different. We are a guide. You know, if, if, you get, if we got hit by a bus tomorrow, they would still have everything they needed to get healthy. Exactly. We're just the cheerleader, the motivator, mm -hmm. the knowledge, you know, part of the knowledge provider because it really all comes for you. Um, but that accountability, mm -hmm. it is so, like I said, it's what you're created to do, live life with people. And we have reverted back to just this weird society where you don't get on the phone with people. Everything is a text message. You feel like you're caught up with someone because you're watching their Facebook, which is not real life. And this connects people on a real life level because you are in the weeds with people. It doesn't yes. take a lot of time, but you're still in the weeds with them. You are. It's very personable. Yeah. Very. Yeah. And strangers become great friends. Isn't look at, it? I mean, you, look Hello? at you and I. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, when did we meet face to face? Like three weeks ago. And what was that like? It was. Oh, I'm interviewing you now. <laughs> exactly. I, I'll, I'll, I'll tell him what it was like. Yeah, because now I'm crying. My turn. Okay. Knock yourself out. Tracy and I were at a cheer competition, which we are at many cheer competitions And it's together. been nine months. Yes. And we had never met. Right. And... And we don't meet at these chair competitions because they're huge. It's, it's I mean, chaos. there's just, it is chaos. And and um, the first day of the competition, I hadn't been there. Um, and she texted me that night and she said, where are you? I need to find you. I said, I will hunt you down tomorrow. Yeah. I will hunt you down. And that's what it is and on it, those chair weekends. Exactly. It's a hunt to find it is. me. <laughs> it is. And I just happened to be passing you. Yeah. And you walked and you looked at me a minute, you know, I, I knew you knew me, but didn't know me. Yeah. And I said, Tracy, and she goes, oh my gosh, our arms. Invalid option. When. That's okay. Okay. <laughs> our arms went around each other. For it had to be minutes. <laughs> and we were standing in the middle of this chair competition, bawling, crying. Yeah. And it was loud, but it was like, there was not a noise in right. the world. And, but we didn't care. Yeah. We, because you and I knew why yeah it was so cool yeah it was yeah. so cool and you never think that you can fall in love with someone not in a sexy way but of course you know just yeah. that i mean friendship. i have i have clients that that at one point in time i have a client ann hafner she's amazing i had never met her for like a year mm -hmm. she's in seattle i'm here she came through a referral and um, and I say I love you when I got off the phone with this woman. Mm -hmm. I mean, I love this woman. Mm -hmm. She knows my kids' names. She talks about them. She asks about them. I mean, it is unbelievable the amount of life 
you do with somebody in this intimate setting. Because it's such a personal journey it that is. we take together. It is. And when you truly care, yeah. when you truly care, yeah. you're invested. Yeah. You're absolutely invested. Yeah. You know? I was, um, I was in fact, I want to look up this number because I never like to misquote it, but um, I was listening to a gal on, on Facebook talk um, just about her journey, and, and she's a health coach, um, and just about how she left her job and came to do this. And she was with a different um, health company, you know, and I always think all health companies are great because there is a, um, there's a plan for everybody. It doesn't, I mean, just get healthy people, you know. Um, and she was, she was talking about how many people she's been able to impact in a year. And the number was 1,300 people. And someone commented and said, that's not just a number. Those are lives impacted. And some people might say, like, oh, that is so braggadocious, or 1,300 people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no. 1,300 people that start this plan are always impacted in some way, shape, or form. And I would say our success rate is probably about 95%. I mean, we do not have a lot of people that start the plan and do not experience phenomenal success, even though we have to put the disclaimer on our our stinking pictures. Right. Hello. (laughs) Um, You know, results not typical, average client, blah, blah, blah. Um, You know, results are typical. They are. Results are typical. They are. And so it is the 5th. Is today the 5th? What's today? Uh, I don't even know. Yes. The fifth. Yes. yes. <laughs> I know something. It is the fifth. And month to date, our clan of Drop It Like It's Hot Health Coaches has, um, you know, helped 36 people, you know, start plan. 36 mm-hmm. people. But total lives impacted from the beginning of this. How many do you think? Oh, gosh. 2,618 wow. lives. Wow. Oh, look at the applause. <laughs> yes. Or as we would say in cheer, yes. Um, shout out to Kelly Elliott. Um, yeah, you know, that's not just a number. No. Those are people. Not only are those people, are those people that's a mom or a dad or a sister or a brother who is now going to be a better mom or a dad or a sister or a brother or an aunt or a grandma I can't tell you how much I love hearing some of the the older people that I have on plan say, I can get on the ground with my grandkids. Isn't that great? Or I can jump up and down now at a cheer competition without peeing my pants. Mm -hmm. (laughs) The best. (laughs) The best. And you're not too old to start being healthy. No, absolutely not. Because why not maximize the rest of your days? Exactly. You know? Being mm-hmm. healthy is a mindset, mm-hmm. and it starts with just making the decision to say, my health is out of control, or I can see my health getting out of control, and I'm going to change it already. And those are my 10, 15, 20 pounders, mm-hmm. you know, that are like, okay, this is getting a little out of control. Or I have a lot of teens on plan that say, okay, we went through puberty and all of a sudden we packed on 20 pounds and their parents are like, but I don't want her to do a diet. And I say, perfect, you've come to the right place. This is not a diet. No. We're, we're not going to put your kid on a diet because no you know, 15-year-old needs a diet. We have a plan 
for teams, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. So that's, that's okay. Um, but you're never too old. No. To get healthy. Not, not at all. Not at you all. You know? So we don't have any phone calls, right, Sean? Okay. So, you know, we've just got a couple minutes left. What does your family think about what you've done with your health? Oh, goodness. They're obviously so supportive. Yeah. Um, I, I, well, my daughter yeah. is starting the plan this week. Good. You know, she watched me go through it, and she says, you know, Mom, I need to be healthy, and yeah. I'm going to be 21 soon, yeah. and will you help me? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Oh, Absolutely. my gosh. Absolutely. Screaming from the rooftops. Yes. 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 Um, they think I have a horrible clothes addiction, which yeah. I do. I but shop it's fun. way too much now. Yeah. yeah, because you like what you see in the mirror. Yeah. But but they do see a different me. And oh. and on more than just looking in the mirror. I mean, and they do get a little sick of me being so happy all the time. <laughs> um, but you know, if I can leave anybody with anything, you know, I just challenge you to find the beauty in every day. Yeah. Yeah. Choose choose something that you see differently every day. Yeah. It could be the sunset. Yeah. It could be your something in your child's eyes. Yeah. Just because not everybody gets to see those exactly. things every day. Exactly. And you yeah. almost didn't get that either. Right, right. Yeah. And if there was something that you could say to the people out there that are you know, we've got a, a minute and a half left mm-hmm. that that you could say to the people that are currently on plan or trying to find a healthy lifestyle and then the people that are just sitting there scared to death. Mm-hmm. You know, what would, um, what would you say to those people? You're stronger than you think you are. Yeah. Find that strength. It never hurts to try something yeah. new don't be afraid to try something new yeah. or make a change yeah because you you know there's there's one thing they say about cancer when you have a cancer diagnosis you're stronger than you imagine and you're loved by more than you thought you were yeah and that's with any change in life yeah, yeah. you know reach out to somebody yeah you know and you'll know when you're ready yeah you will know when you're ready and you'll never look back yeah because you will feel so good about yourself and about life, and everybody yeah. around you will see it. Yeah. And um, it makes life so much easier. Yeah. It really does. I call you my little overcomer. <laughs> you are, like, small and mighty. Um, and you are you are my living, breathing. Yes. Glad you told yourself yes. to take that breath. I am, too. Um <laughs> You're my living, breathing overcomer. Thank you. Um, Nothing tastes as good as healthy fields. And you are worth it. You are worth it. The people on the other end of the screen are worth it. Definitely. The other end of this podcast are worth it. Um, We are made to be worth it. I agree. We are of great worth in God's sight. Absolutely. Happy Monday, everybody. Thank you so much for spending your Monday with us on Healthy Soul Radio. Thank you so much. Thank you.